Welcome back to the Limitless Life Podcast, or welcome if you're new here. Today is a special day. We've hit a milestone together. This is episode 100 of the Limitless Life Podcast, and I couldn't be more thrilled to have a very special guest joining us for this milestone episode. Drum roll, please. That sounded more like a trumpet. This guest is none other than my incredible business coach, confidant, and dear friend, Tiffany Carter. She is back, and we are about to dive into the lessons, the triumphs, the celebrations, the growth, all the things we've experienced together on this incredible journey. But seriously, episode 100, can you even believe that? We've laughed together, we've learned, we've had some mind-blowing conversations along the way. But one of my most favorite parts of the conversations I get to have with guests on this show actually sometimes happen behind the scenes, and I don't even include them in the episodes. I did a recent story uh, asking you all if you wanted to hear some of these random, funny, weird stories and got a resounding yes to that. So before we dive into this conversation, I'm going to give you a little sneak peek into the energy that Tiffany and I were in before we even started having this conversation. I am going to warn you if talking about farts or penises offends you, you may want to skip forward a little bit. Okay, so here you go. Here's a little insight into the behind the scenes conversation that took place before we actually got serious. Well, you know, what's funny, though, is that even when I'm out walking, I get so excited when I come across like a penis plant and I'm like, oh, I got to send this to Tiffany because she's going to love it. <laughs> but like, why are we so why do we like these things? I don't know why I like it. I find it so funny. I find it hilarious. Penises and farts. <laughs> a thousand percent. Like you'll never I will never not laugh at a fart. Right. They're really weird. I used to work with a guy when I worked in the ad agencies years ago, and he could make me instantly crack up to the point where it hurt and I was crying because he could fart on command. That's impressive. Yeah. And then one day he came to work and he had been drinking a lot of Guinness and I had the beer farts. Yeah. So he went around the corner apparently and I stood up to go to the bathroom and I got hit with this wall of fart. So like 20 years later, I still remember this. This is what you remember about this guy is his wall yeah, of fart. Wall of fart. I mean, that's why I had to stop my hint of lime Tostitos. Oh, is that why? I created not just a wall of farts. I created like a cyclone that never left for hours. And I would still be eating them anyway. And they ripped up my stomach like no one's business. So I couldn't eat them when I'm with other people because I knew toxic gas would emerge. (laughs) And I still kept eating them even while there would be toxic gas. I just moved to another location. (laughs) And it was so bad to where like I was repulsed by myself (laughs) and I still didn't stop eating them. Don't you love when you get to a point you're repulsed by yourself, but you just keep doing something? (laughs) All right, all right, enough about farts and penis plants. Let's dive into this episode. You're listening to the Limitless Life Podcast, helping you simplify mindset and energetics by giving you easy-to-use strategies that'll help you ditch the self-sabotage and move through resistance so you can create your limitless life and business. 
I'm your host, Brenna Johnston, and as a subconscious mindset strategist, I've learned over the years how to make the deep transformational work even easier and far more effective. So join me weekly for new episodes and get ready to step into your highest potential. As I mentioned before the silliness in the intro, I have a guest with me, Tiffany Carter, and honestly, I don't know if we'd be celebrating the 100th episode um, at this point if it was not for her. So welcome back, Tiffany. Woohoo! I mean, this 100, that's a lot. It is a lot. And it's funny because there's parts of me that are like, oh, you should have way more of these already if you would have just been consistent. And then I'm like, no, everything unfolded as it needed to unfold. And I literally couldn't think of a better person to have on the 100th episode because also this episode is airing one week after it's like our one year anniversary. That's so cool. Mind blowing to me. And it's right before you come out of the Canadian cave. (laughs) Canadian cave. Yeah, because I'll be in California literally next week. As people are listening to this now, I'll be in California next week hanging out in real life with you (laughs) isn't that so weird how like you can know someone so well with modern technology and yet we've never met in real life but that even sounds weird to me because like I feel we've met many times which we have like our energies are so connected I was telling someone this morning oh a friend of mine who I sent to you who adores you. And I was saying how our energies are so connected that like, when I get any kind of ping to like text you or share something with you, anything, even if it seems random, I know it's not random and you do the same thing with me. Yeah. And it's always perfectly on time. Yeah. I think we have such a cool relationship dynamic because like you're my coach but also I'm one of your coaches but also we've developed this really cool friendship all virtually and I I had a conversation with somebody the other day I was like even one of my best friends I've met her once in real life (laughs) she lives five hours away so I think technology is such an interesting portal (laughs) to be able to like meet people and do all these really cool things and that was one of the things with you too is you really showed me what it was like the whole women supporting women thing I don't think I had ever truly experienced that until I met you and I've had so many great connections to other people from you and like all of these things. And I remember in the beginning, it weirded me the fuck out because I was like, why, why, why is, why is this happening? Cause I'd never experienced it. Did it kind of feel like what's the catch here? Like what's the angle? Like you almost couldn't trust it. Yeah. A little bit. I think so. Like I trusted it, but I was also like, what, what's going on? Like, what do I have to do? what's going to happen? Like it was an interesting, I mean, I got over it pretty quickly, but But it's it's a level of, um, being able to receive a hundred percent. And that's very vulnerable to receive. I mean, and I welcome it as well, but I have had very similar experiences to you where, yeah, I've had like, you know, people give me a shout out or, 
you know, um, sing my praises or even like, you know, refer clients to me, but I've, but like, it's rare that I've had someone like on a really big level consistently support my growth. And it is unusual, which is sad. It shouldn't be. Right. And why do you like, that's a good question, actually. Why do you think so many women don't do that or they're afraid of it? Or here's an example. So you introduced me to this amazing, well, you introduced me in a roundabout way to this amazing woman, Nancy, who was on my podcast a couple weeks ago, by the time you listened to this. And she found me from your podcast and she's one of your clients. Right. And I've just been on her podcast and we're having this conversation. Like we do the exact same thing, but in a completely different way. And so there's no, there's no fear of like competition. Do you think it's like fear of competition that make women not do that? I think it's that. And I think it is scarcity of if I have so-and-so on my show or I shout out so-and-so's, you know, new masterclass or program, people will buy from Brenda, people will buy from Nancy or whatever. They won't buy from me because they're going to buy from them. It's like, there won't be enough or they, they won't buy from both of us. It's gotta be either or, Mm. and it's really sad. And there's a lot of that gatekeeping that goes on. And I have not been invited to quite a few, uh, I guess you could call them boss babe type events, even though everyone else I knew was invited to speak. And I wasn't, even though I sell people's tickets, like no one's business, but I also know it's the, if someone perceives you as you're someone who is a leader or that people might gravitate to you more than them or might like puncture a hole in their marketing, fantasy marketing, they don't want you around. Hmm. But I do think it comes back to scarcity. Like, I don't care if I think you're going to be a great guest and you have a great story and you're a great person why wouldn't I have you on my show? And if someone feels they need to work with that person and not me, that's fine. Like Mm. then there's the people who, you know, resonate and gravitate to me. Like there's more than enough. We have to remind ourselves of that. I mean, when we're targeting the entire world, there's billions of people. We just need a tiny, tiny sliver. That's, that's all that we need for a slice of the pie to even make a million dollars. But I don't know. It's really, it's really weird because I've never been like that. Yeah. But I've been on the other end of it and it doesn't feel good. No. And I think with me, it's funny because for years I didn't even think I had this belief that I didn't really get along with other women because my career in like marketing and advertising it was very like catty. Yeah. And I remember having managers who were women or like people higher than me were that were women and just the energy and the relationships behind that stuff. So it made me really like not trust people, I guess. 
And so then coming into being an entrepreneur and working for myself and being around other people and then having this experience, because when I got to you, I needed to blow my business the fuck up. I had had the business for like five years, five years. Yeah. Something like that. But I also had been given guidance that kind of wasn't putting me on the right path. And so when I got to you, <laughs> I was in a state, I was like, uh, I know this isn't working and I know I need to fix things and I'm not really trusting of people right now, but I trusted you because I'd been following you for so long. And I, and I just felt like I knew you for a really long time. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. And that's also part of why I wanted to have you on this episode, hundredth episode, because I want people listening to this to understand shit can change really fast when you make new choices. We don't have to stay stuck. The choices I made that got me to the point where I was when I met you were based on choices I had previously made. The choices that I made to get me to where I am right now, they've all happened over the last year. But two months after I met you, I had one of my highest months of income ever because I made different choices. So when it comes to like what you're doing and what you're building, you've built this amazing business. What are some of the choices you're making now to propel you even more forward? Well, that's when I asked you, you know, to work with me privately because I was at a point where I wasn't stuck. I was at like a, you know, like a plateau, like people talk about it in fitness, right. Where you're like, this is really weird. Like nothing's moving, but I'm, you know, I'm doing my workouts. I'm eating right, but nothing seems to be moving. And I, and I knew I needed to shake something up. And I, I knew there was something that was holding me back. And I also know well enough that we're not supposed to figure this out on our own. In fact, it's very hard to see our own shit. Um, and that's a lot of people get stuck for that reason, because they're trying to figure it out on their own. And it just doesn't work like that. And I knew, uh, I knew you were someone who I felt safe going that deeply with. Cause I knew this shit was deeply rooted in my, you know, high complex trauma past. And it was working on my fear of visibility and exposure which shocks people because they're like, you're always on video. Your show's so popular. Well, you and you were a TV. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was on TV as a newscaster. And it's like, how could you have that? Well, a, as a newscaster, very controlled I'm reading a teleprompter. Now, when I did the morning show on CBS for four hours, there was like ad libbing. That was more scary for sure. That like, lame anchor banter <laughs> that, but that still had some planning around it, but that definitely I'd be sweating doing stuff like that because it wasn't like a script for me. And that wasn't under my own brand either. Right. I'm, I'm working for a station talking about other people's stories and events, not me. 
but doing my own thing, when I reached this certain level of visibility, it was like I reached a threshold. And anything more than that, my nervous system was like, nope, zero, not happening. I want to hide. I want to run. And therefore you could see that, right? Like literally my show, yeah, doing well, but it, what, it should have already been way past where it was. And I knew that and I kind of avoided looking at it. But like for people who are listening, who are like, I know I should be this far along by now. I know I should be this. Like, even when you said I should have more than a hundred episodes, yep. we've got to trust the divine timing in things because I couldn't have done this next level visibility work with you probably any sooner. I wouldn't have been as receptive to it. Not because I wouldn't trust you, not because you're you know, your coaching skills aren't phenomenal. I think I would have had so much resistance because there's already a lot there that I wouldn't yeah. have done it. So it had to get to this point of discomfort for me, just like it did for you with your business. You had to get to a point of discomfort. Like this is clearly not fucking working. I need to blow this thing up and be willing to do that. Even if it's uncomfortable, scary, risky, awkward, all the things I had to get to that point of discomfort where I kept hitting this glass ceiling, self-imposed glass ceiling over and over again. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's see what's going on in here. And that's what was uncovered is I was afraid that being that visible to that high of a level and exposed danger was going to happen because being visible as a kid in my abusive household was not good. It was safer to hide. Mm -hmm. I mean, even this morning I'm at, by the way, I didn't update you on this, but now we're going to do it live. So welcome to the shit show here. I didn't want to get out of bed this morning. I reached another level of a visibility cap. So now we've already, you've already got me through, I think two levels so far, which literally you guys surmounts into month after month, higher month income month, highest income month, highest income month, and in, and in summer where for a lot of businesses, sales are down revenues down. And my show went from um, top 40. Now it's top 30 regularly, not like one episode. Some like dip down to like 35 and then one is 29. So the average is I'm in the top 30, which is amazing. But I hit another level because I was just on a mega, my biggest pot, like number one mental health podcast in the world, mega, mega, like big, celebrity host, the whole thing. I'm not, I'm not trying to be, um, mysterious. I just don't know if it's out yet by the time we're talking about it right now. And so I did that on not that long ago. And then I also went viral again on the topic of visibility. Isn't that fun? And now I'm tripping again. I didn't want to get out of bed. I was talking to my inner child. She go, she didn't want to go. It's like a little kid who's like kind of getting picked on in school. 
I don't want to go to school. Like I didn't want, I didn't want to get out of bed. I wanted to hide. It felt safe there. And I mean, I, uh, thankfully a friend of mine called, which was the universe did that. And I was like, you need to talk to me until I'm out of this bed and like washing my face and drinking a coffee. That's how much I wanted to hide. And I want the visibility. I want that not for my ego. I want that because it helps and impacts more people and it grows the brand. And there's a lot of beautiful things that come with that. But my body is so scared of that exposure that there's some kind of danger in there. And I know because of things that go viral, there's a lot of people who have a fear of being seen. I actually think it's one of the top abundance blockers. I do now too, having witnessed it with what we've done with you and even new levels. I, and you and I had a conversation about this the other day. Cause I, I hit a level and I was like, I don't, I'm paralyzed right now. I'm like, I don't even know what to do with this. I can't, I want to grow the podcast. I want to grow the community. I want to do the things, but then it's also like, Oh, that's scary. <laughs> like I can't, you hit these weird and they're not weird. I actually think they're beautiful if you look at them for what they are, because they're showing you what work you need to do versus like going to look for things, going to look for deficits. But I think it's really important for the people listening to this to hear you talk about this, because I think there's a perception that it's like, oh, she's just got her shit together and she's going viral on the TikTok and viral on the Instagram. And it's we all have similar shit. It just manifests in our life differently. And different choices. Back to what you said. I made the choice to have you coach me and be open, humble, and willing to trust your process and do the work, even though, you know, it was it's uncomfortable. I mean, there's beautiful things I felt, but there's also a lot of stuff that can come up, but I made that choice because the other choice would be remaining where I'm at. And that was already causing me so much discomfort. I wasn't going to be available for it. And the good news is because I am able to see now what I was, my behavior this morning, I go, I know what this is. It's like that next level. And to your point, this doesn't have to take years. I mean, this has happened very quickly for me. And I think that's also why, look, I'm already at another level. We're on the third level now in months, you guys. So I think that's part of why my nervous system is like, oh my God, this is going so fast. This is going so fast. Am I going to be okay? Am I okay? Am I okay? And I have to remind myself I'm okay. I mean, it is because of what we look for, we find. Yep. So on Friday, the timeline's not going to make sense to you guys. Let's just say a few days ago, I was still feeling this. It was also my mom's birthday last week, which that doesn't help. My mom's a narcissist. For those of you who don't know my story, you'll hear, you'll hear about it on um, my podcast, which I'm sure Brenda will link in the yeah. show notes, which goes along with that fear of visibility, but I started subconsciously. I wasn't aware of it yet. I'm reflecting back. 
I started looking for evidence because I had so many great things happen last week. Like my highest day ever in my business happened last week and I wasn't launching anything. Like, in fact, I wasn't very productive last week at all. So there was very little doing. And then I had the interview and then I got asked to be on another radio show. It was like, all this stuff happened. Can't be this good. What what's going on? It can't be this good. Can't be this, this isn't easy. gonna last. Yeah, this isn't gonna last. It can't be this easy. Um, okay, 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 okay. So what do you think happened? Then I got like some crazy email from a client, and then some other thing happened at my other company, and then I had some tax call with you know that some other money I owe, and it was all this stuff. And then it it made me in a weird, sick way. I was like, see, I knew that it couldn't be. So I just created my own confirmation bias. Yeah. The good thing in that is it made me go, oh shit, you need to get a hold of this because we're not doing this anymore. I'm not available for it. Mm-hmm. And so when you recognize that, what do you do when you're caught in that? What's the first thing you do to get out of it? I remind myself and I create a dialogue with little Tiffy, as I call her, because that's who doesn't feel safe. It's really in my body. It's like the issues are stored in your tissues. It's like, we're safe. You're supported. Everything is going to be okay. Like we can slow it down. I need to almost slow down my nervous system. Like all we're going to do is like the next indicated step. If that's brushing your teeth, then we brush your teeth and just focus on that. Then we make a coffee. Then we just focus on that. If it's sending an email, then we just focus on that and slowing it down instead of this rapid response. But obviously I reach out to you, which is why I always have at least two coaches at a time, not for one hot month, not for a year, like regularly. That one of the secrets to my success, it's not so much a secret because I talk about it all the time, is I make sure I have high quality support for the in-between season and the meltdown season. None of, all of us are doing great when all the shit's blowing, the content's going, your audience is growing, abundance here, abundance there, abundance everywhere. Like that's not, that's not when we need the support. When we need the support are all the in-between times and then the spiraling times, because if you don't have the support, then what happens when I've noticed in coaching over 150,000 people now is you take the foot off the gas. Like this morning, imagine if I'd stayed in bed all day. You'd still be in bed and we wouldn't be having this conversation. Um, I would still have shown up for this, but I wouldn't be able to show up in this energy. So then that has a compound effect. And then mentally, I would already be shaming and beating myself up and feeling guilty for all the stuff that I blew off that I had intentions to do today, both for myself and for my business. And that's where people go, oh, you need to be consistent. You need to be consistent. Well, it's not enough to tell yourself I need to be consistent for me. If I do not have this kind of support, I will not be consistent. So what is it you're going to do? What choices are you going to make? Who are you going to put in place? What cash are you going to spend 
in order to make sure you remain consistent on your in-between days and your shit days. You don't need help for your great days. And that's really the not so secret secret. And it sounds really basic, but 98% of the people listening right now won't do it. Well, I also think too, oh my God, there's so many directions I want to go right now. I also think too, that like people will invest in the business strategies. They'll invest in the ads, they'll invest in the things. But when it comes to like mindset and energy management, I think more people are starting to invest in that, but I don't think they realize how powerful it can be, especially the energetics of business. So example, you had one of your best days in sales and you weren't even trying to sell anything because there was no attachment to the outcome. So your energy was just in this abundant state. So when we talk about abundance, abundance is a mindset. It's an energy. You had no attachment. So you were just like, yeah, everything's as it should be. And then boom, you have one of your big things. A few months ago, when you were trying to do things, you ran into a different issue. Can we talk about that? Ooh, I'm so glad you brought up. See, I already forgot about that. So I'm someone, we all have a limited amount of energy, but I actually manage, which I don't talk about it much because I don't want to give energy to it, but I manage, I guess you could call it like an invisible illness. Um, it's the remnants of me burning the candle at both ends, how I used to operate, forcing, pushing, hustling, being an exercise addict, working all the time, da, 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 people pleasing, you name it. And my adrenals stopped producing cortisol without cortisol. You die. You need like, you need it to live. So I'd rescue cortisol. I'm significantly better now, but I don't have energy boosting out of my ass. I'm not one of those people. I have a very finite amount of good energy every day. I don't have the ability to like keep going and rolling like the old Tiffany did, which I don't want to, cause that's not pure energy. That's using uh, adrenaline and that cortisol hormone that makes us sick. So because it's so, um, it's, it's, it's such a small amount every single day when I have quite a few things on my plate and I can tell I'm getting really depleted. The old me, my ego brain comes in as like, well, you just need to get this done. You just need to get this done. You know, it's, it's like really in there loud. And so in order to shut that, that noise up in my head, I'll sometimes if left unsupervised, I will go and do it, but it never ends well. And I did it with a launch I did like an early launch of my mastermind. And I'm the one who writes all my copy for all the things. I just don't know how to do anything technical. And I just kind of slapped, slapped it together from a space, by the way, that came while I was in hiding from being terrified of extreme visibility. So all that was written after I went like super mega viral. Like I'm talking from 700 followers on TikTok to like 40,000 or something overnight, like not exaggerating. And 
I got like something insane. Wasn't it like a hundred? It was insane. The amount of applications for the mastermind. It was a lot. <laughs> and to where it freaked me out because I do uh 15 minute calls for my mastermind. Cause I want to make sure the people are, are the right fit. And I was like, I can't possibly do all that. Oh my God, what am I going to do? And a lot of these, a lot of the apps were janky. People no showed me, which I was not used to, not a fan. Yeah. Because that doesn't that. typically happen to you. No, no. Cause I set things up so they don't. So I was like, oh my God, see, it's basically see, it's dangerous to, to have that much visibility. See, look what happens. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. And I wrote the copy and the messaging for my new mastermind program from that space. And for anyone to think that your energy doesn't translate through written word, let alone on video or, you know, on audio, but even on written word, you think, oh, I just got to get a post done or I got to send this email. Don't, don't do it. Not only won't it work, it'll actually hurt you. And I, I brought it to you. I go, I know there's something off about this. Energy I could feel it. Lie. <laughs> yeah, I could feel it. And I knew it was off. And this is why you have to have people in your life and invest in people in your life. Not like uncle Larry, who doesn't, has never owned a business, but you just go to him because he's the person who has the most money in your family or something. You need to go to someone who actually is an expert in that area. And immediately Brenda was like, oh yeah, the energy of this, this is not how you even talk. There was no, I teach my, my techniques that I'm famous for are called my emotional based sales techniques. Like it's all about speaking from the heart to your people and emotions. There was none of that. Of course there wouldn't be. I was hiding. I didn't want to be vulnerable. It was all like, listen, just sign up. Basically it was press like, this button. Get in here. it was like, press the button and sign up. There was no heart connection. And I had to work through that energetic block in order to be able to work through that copy and present that copy. But hadn't I made that choice and just kept trying to jam that square peg in a round hole and then be a victim and tell everyone, oh, it's not working. It's not working. Why? Instead, I asked myself a different question, which is a choice. Mm -hmm. I said, what is the disconnect here? So, what is there's something that isn't working? What is it? And who can I go to who could offer a different perspective that maybe I can't see who's a trusted, credible person? Well, and I think it's really cool too. And I don't talk about this enough because I, I don't honestly know how to talk about it. But one of the things I do with a lot of my one on one clients who are in business is we check the energetics of the stuff they're putting out, the energetics behind their offers, energetics behind their copy, the energetics behind their posts, like how they're showing up. And so when we went through the copy, because I can feel it and see where it is, I was like, oh, let's just shift this. But you also are so open to that. And I know a lot of business people listening might be like, oh, that just sounds like woo woo. It's not, it's science because energy doesn't lie. And I love this conversation too, because talking about the 
you know, sometimes I don't want to show up. I don't know what it is. And I had this conversation with somebody else. There's this weird, the whole hustle culture thing. There's like a weird shift. We went from everybody was in hustle culture to now everybody just wants to be in their feminine energy and talk to their wombs and dance around and not actually do shit. And there's no like middle ground. And it's weird. So like sometimes, and you talk about this and I talk about this and I learned this from you, you have to show up sometimes even when you don't want to, but like, how do you explain to people that that's not hustle culture? I see what you're saying. It's the nuance of where it's coming from. If it's coming from a split case of like ego, ego would sound like, I've got to get this post out. Uh, I've got to get this copy together for this mastermind because if I don't do it, then it won't get done and then no one will buy. And then I, nah, 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 nah. that's coming from a place of ego. Here's what it sounds like when it's truly coming from a place of service of how can I show up to the best of my ability today to serve the people in my current state? Like what might they need to hear? Maybe you're in that current state because your audience needs to hear what it's like to be at that current current state and how you're working through it or for to, to humanize you and see that in your case, even though you teach right subconscious mindset and all of this stuff, that doesn't mean you have rainbows and butterflies busting out your butt all the time. I don't. <laughs> I mean, you have a lot of butterflies lately as we've True. discussed. <laughs> So it's good for people to see most people who end up hiring me, joining my stuff. It's not because of uh, necessarily Tiffany on a highly caffeinated, um, super positive, I'm a productivity machine day, which I might get up, you know, a few of those days a month if I'm lucky. It's because of the other days and my honesty around it. Wouldn't it be weird if you had a friend that you met, someone you wanted to develop a friendship with, and every time you talked to them on the phone or every time you went to their house, their mood and energy was always the same. We call those people fake people, right? Because it is fake, because it's not possible. That's not genuine. We're, we have lots of different sides to us and moods. So why would someone feel safe and secure to give their time, energy, and money to you for any form of a specialty if they don't see your humanness, your realness, mm -hmm. if they're just seeing this facade? You might get like the one and done buyers. You might get some of that, especially if you're great at like this fantasy marketing, but you're not going to get those like incredible clients that want to work with you over and over again that you adore yeah it's true and even when I started working with you I was in such a I was in this weird shame state because I was like how can I be helping so many people up level and unlock that next level of success and I'm in the shit right now and I remember doing a podcast about it after I met you 
And the fucking feedback that I was getting from people, they're like, oh my God, this is me. Thank you. Just because I finally came out and was like, I'm in the shit, yo. <laughs> like it happens. And so I had to work through like the shame of that and recognize we all go through this stuff. And that's right, like I have launches me. that fail and yeah. I talk about it and I teach people how to make money online and have um, incredible launches. Well, guess what? So does every mega multi-billion and trillion dollar brand on the planet. Not everything we touch is going to turn to gold. So that doesn't mean you shouldn't hire me just because I don't have a, a hundred out of a hundred average, even the top athletes in the world don't. So why would we? Right. And you and I worked through something with me the other day, cause I had heard somebody say something to the effect of like, you know, if you're working with a manifestation coach or somebody, if they haven't made the millions of dollars, you shouldn't be working with them. You should only be working with people like me. And it triggered something. I mean, I reached out to you and I'm like, this is why I can't build anything because how, how am I helping people make these millions of dollars? And I haven't hit my first million and your response to me, I was just like, okay, thank you. <laughs> what did I say? You literally said to me, hold on. I actually have it on my phone. I think. Did I type it or did I say it? You typed it. And I was just like, if I type something out, you guys, just so you know, if you've not like worked with me before, that's, that's like, yeah, that's like gospel right there. You typed it. You were like, mm, yep, I understand this. And mm -hmm. then we have to check our ego and get back to facts. And I'm going to just shorten this because it's actually quite long. You're like, someone's net worth can't be the sole indicator. There are a lot of great fantasy marketers and people who have connections and they still have lack of skill or like no heart. And then you went on and you're like, the most powerful healers in the world aren't celebrated for their money. It's how they make people feel. And the last point was the one <laughs> never have I ever heard any of the top spiritual leaders say something like this woman said, Deepak, Gabby, Louise, Hay, Wayne Dyer, Abraham Hicks. And if this were the case, you would not be my person. It's true. Mic drop. <laughs> I was just like, I, cause I got. I got energized and revved up because I, if you want to get me on a soapbox, it's about these fantasy marketers that are saying this kind of, these kinds of things, because it makes other people feel like they can't enter a space or they can't have success in a space because they don't have something that these other people have. And that's the very thing that had me start Project Me with Tiffany Carter, the podcast and business coaching academy. I have another business that's an eight-figure business. I did not start this just for the money. I welcome more money. That's amazing. But I started it because I was like scrolling, watching this wildness online that I, you know, and here I have a company where I'm like a Fortune 100, Fortune 400, Fortune 500 top business and marketing specialist. And I'm hearing these people who are like, not offense to an age, not like someone can't be 25 and have great wisdom and a gift, but like hearing someone who's like a life coach at 25 and like people who are telling you to inject yourselves with frog serum. And that's the answer. And like all this wildness. And I was like, oh my God, 
no wonder why so many people feel resistant to going after their their dreams or pursuing it at a high level because when you watch enough of that shit you start to think i have to be a size zero for people to watch me i have to have this ethereal tone in my voice that was one of the things i thought because i was bullied for my voice even though now i make a lot of money off it but i don't have that <laughs> I'm trying to imitate it <laughs> Like, I don't, you know, they talk to you like this. It's like a mesmerizing, like, you just need to watch me and listen to my words and hang off every word. And I'm going to sell you a program that's $333,000 and 333 cents because I had a divine download when I was in the shower earlier today. And, you know, and like, I don't have that kind of a voice. That's not me. I don't look like that. So I even had those resistances like, oh, I, you must have to be all these things to be successful as a healer, to be successful as, you know, an online coach or an online podcast or whatever. And it's not true. No. And it was interesting because, and I've talked about this, I'm in a growth phase again. And so that was my subconscious mind kicking in to be like, oh, you need to stop now. Just stop what you're doing. It's not going to work. It Just was looking for right evidence here. like what I did on Friday. I was, it's confirmation bias. You weren't consciously going, let me find evidence of why I'm going to not grow, but it just happens and we can reflect and we can see what we were doing. But you also made the choice back to your whole choice thing. You made the choice to be vulnerable and humble and reach out to me mm -hmm. versus you sitting with yourself not exploring it, blowing it off, shaming yourself. Mm -hmm. You made a different choice. Yeah. And I, it's taken a lot of work to recognize that showing up, even when you don't feel like it, isn't about faking it till you make it. And it's not, oh, you're too in your masculine. If you just keep showing up and you don't want to. Okay. Are masculine or feminine? They like harmonize together masculine likes to take action feminine like flow creative they work together and I think it's weird what I see now because people will go well I just I can't show up today I just need to sit and be with myself and not take action or I'm at this phase of my cycle this is the latest one I heard I'm at this phase of my cycle so I don't work when I'm in this phase now listen, if you don't want to work when you're in some phase of your cycle, fine. But if you're also not happy with your lack of growth and the amount of money you're making and the amount of impact, and you're not happy with that, well, then you've got to, we got to bring you a little, there needs to be some more grounding. It's like, I agree with you. There's two sides. It's like black and white. It's like feminine, masculine. Well, there's supposed to be like an intertwining relationship they work together them. they're a power couple with you the human with the higher consciousness like for example i've not felt like showing up i've wanted to hide in this next you know visibility thing i'm going through i don't know it's lasted a week so you know what i do i ask myself the question what would feel good what what is something that i can accomplish 
that, yeah, do I really feel like doing anything? No, but something I can accomplish that I will feel better for accomplishing it. And is there a way I can do it where it feels more fun? It feels lighter for me. So the past couple of days I've had to do, you know, a bunch of writing. So I did it from the pool and then you could go, well, I don't have a pool. Okay. Well, before I had a pool, I, in my other house, I don't have a pool. I do it from the bathtub. I'd be doing it from that cuddler chair that you have and, or the cuddler. Yeah. I mean, you can claim the cuddler when you come to the mastermind. It's like, how can you, that's, that's still kind of feminine, right? Like you're mixing the two. I'm not like, I have to be in my office at a desk and no, I, I can put on music. I had an April spritz while doing it. Like I found a way to where it felt better, but did my ego not want to do anything? Of course. Cause my ego wants me to make zero progress. Mm-hmm. It's very tricky. You have to be very careful with some of this stuff because I could see the allure of fantasy marketing, which I have fallen for before quite a few times (laughs) where like the 20 something Tiffany, maybe even early thirties, Tiffany version of me, if someone was saying, if you know, you only need to, you only need to work when you feel aligned and when you, you know, you only need to do it when it feels good and you only need to intuitively work. And I was so burnt out from, you know, the hustle life. And if this person was making it seem like they had all this success from this, I would have probably bought it. I did buy all of those, especially when I was working in corporate, trying to get out of corporate and trying to build the side hustle. I bought all the programs because back then it was the webinars were the big thing. I bought a program. I think it was like a Lewis house program or something. It was like three grand about how to design seven figure webinars. Cause I was like, Oh, all I need is this. I just need to build seven figure webinars and then I'm good. Did I make and any, what did you learn that? from that? What I learned that? <laughs> what came out of that. I learned that I had a lighter wallet after that and that it actually takes more effort than just taking somebody's thing where they're like, Oh, you just do this, follow this formula and boom, seven figures. No, you actually have to put work into it. I was like, Oh, I have to like actually put work into this and like market these and put them out and talk about them. It's not just like, Hey guys, I'm doing a webinar tomorrow. And then I have seven figures, but I think because humans love instant gratification, I think a lot of us fall into that notion, even with business. When I hear people go, I don't like social. I don't want to be on social. I don't want to spend time doing this. Okay. Social media is free advertising free. (laughs) You don't pay for it. So showing up and I even had to learn this from you because you're like, well, I never see you talk about any of your services. I was like, I know. Cause I feel weird about talking about it. You have to fucking show up the last two months for me. I've had less income coming in and I'm okay with that right now because I was in a chill phase. Now I'm in growth again. <laughs> mm, I appreciate you saying that. Cause I have a tendency to be, you know, Virgo over here. I have a tendency to be really hard on myself and not give myself enough grace. And there are chill phases and I pretty sure I'm in one, but I've not 
given myself the grace to be in one, which takes away the point of being in a chill phase. Yeah. And it's important what you just said too. You have to recognize it. Like I couldn't stay in the chill phase for months. I can't do that. I just had to recognize I had some inner healing that I needed to do. And then even with the coming out of the Canadian cave thing, that was scary, man. You were like, okay, listen, I'd love you to be a part of this mastermind. I'd love you to come to California. I'd love you to be on the dream team. And my nervous system was like, (laughs) and I had to sit and go, if I don't do this, and this is how I move through fear a lot. I asked myself this question. I'm like, if I don't do this, am I going to regret it? And instantly the answer was yes. Like get your fucking ass on an airplane and go to California. So, and I love that question. You know, it's like, what is going to get you to do the thing? Because sitting in the middle is a self-imposed purgatory and there's nothing that'll rob your health, your serenity, your spirituality, your, your mental capacity. It'll rob you of, of everything. Even me having this realization while we're having this conversation of, you know what? I am in a chill phase and let's allow for that. That's, that's okay. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't last forever. And it's not like, oh my God, I'll never be in a growth phase again because that's where I go. Let's allow for that. But if I stayed in the pushing up against, like making myself be in a growth phase when I'm in a chill phase, now you you lose the benefit of either side. You're not really going to grow because you're not being sincere with yourself. And you're not going to chill and recoup and rest because you're not allowing it. And again, energy doesn't lie. So could you imagine trying to like do the things like be in a growth phase when you're in a chill phase? Yes, because I've been doing that the last week and a half. And it's like, and I would go, what is my problem? What is my problem? There isn't a problem. It's. I'm in more of a chill phase. And, that's and that okay. doesn't mean that you're not, it doesn't mean you're sitting on your couch eating bonbons and not doing any work. It means the stuff you're putting out is just different. Right. I'm not doing like to be more tangible for you guys. It's like, no, I'm not doing a big launch. I'm not doing like some big special, like guest series on the podcast you know, there's nothing like, I'm not doing a big, like, like a photo shoot or some live event, you know, it's more, but I'm, there's still content going out. I'm still nurturing my audience. I'm still doing podcast episodes. I'm writing a workbook. It's just not that, that high shiny period. Mm -hmm. It's like what has to happen before the shiny period. Yeah. And this is going to be the most basic analogy. Think about your phone, right? You have to let yourself recharge. So you work properly and at your full capacity, we have to recharge before the next launch, before the next growth. We just can't get caught in the healing loop of like, oh, I got to keep looking for my deficits and I got to just not do anything. No, you still have to move forward. Yeah, that's where people, not, and they don't realize it unless they're, you know, working with someone like you or me, 
they will get caught in the learning phase because it's a lot less vulnerable and it's safe. Procrasta learn. learning is what Yeah, I'm exactly. <laughs> like, cause you're safe, you're learning, you're learning. That's far less risky than putting the shit out there. And they will also do it with healing, right? Like, well, I'm, I'm working on my, my healing in this area. My he That's okay. But it's not an either or why can't it be? And right. Like I am working on healing so that I can um, be available and feel really good and safe about this next level of vis visibility. And I show up for my audience, for my people, for my friends every day. Mm -hmm. It's not either or, but your, our brains are so manipulative and cunning. Our egos re can really convince you like, oh, now's not the time you need this certification or not right now because you're working on healing from this or because of the kids or it'll come up with all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And one of the best ways to work through that, and I said it to you before, I was like, ask yourself this question, how does it get any better than this? Because the moment you ask, how does it get any better than this? The resistance drops because you're just asking, how does it get any better than this? And your subconscious mind and your energy in the universe are all going to go, this is how bitch, look at, look at all these opportunities. And then they start coming, but you have to be open to seeing them, which is why you need chill phases. Yeah. I'm so happy for about a thousand reasons. We're having this conversation because I have a very strong feeling that there's quite a few people listening that are resonating with they're in a chill phase but then they're afraid to be in a chill phase because it's like well I'm not making enough money to be in a chill phase or oh I'm afraid I'll lose what I've built because I feel like I'm in a chill phase and how do I know if I'm in a chill phase and uh, you know it's like I don't know how do how do you know if it's a genuine chill phase I would my answer to that would be if you you can look in the mirror and you know have you been like in a chill phase for months you know, we're not talking like a chill, like full season, right? It's, and I guess that could happen. It just depends on how much have you been really showing up for your business or whatever you're doing. I mean, I do believe some people need seasons who have been um, long overdue for a chill, chill phase. I'd rather have a two week chill phase than keep ignoring that need. Then it builds up to the point where I need a whole year. Yeah. Yeah, because your body will, and we both experienced this, the invisible illness where your body just shuts down, doesn't, doesn't work properly because you're not listening. It's like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and I would rather make the choice to slow down, not be forced to do it. Absolutely. And there's abundance on both sides. This last week, I didn't even realize I was in a chill phase till this conversation, not launched anything procrastinating like hell pretty much like not knowing what the hell is going on and misplace things every two seconds because those were all warning signs that I'm in a chill phase that I kept ignoring and I had my highest day ever in my business yeah because there was no attachment to the outcome how fucking beautiful is that and when I noticed that I was I, I celebrated it and was delighted so I, I didn't, I didn't criticize it and go, oh, that was a fluke. I was like, oh, 
this is a normal thing. This is going to happen all the time for me now. Yeah. Cause it gets to be easy. It gets to be easy. It gets to be fun. I guess if we were to say, what is the catch are your choices? Mm-hmm. Yep. And being open to recognizing that it's actually okay to have fun. <laughs> we talk about it a lot. We talk about the more fun you have, the more money you make, but that's a struggle for people. The pleasure thing. Yeah. I believe there's a pleasure threshold too. It's very vulnerable to experience pleasure because no one wants to be knocked down when they're so high. I mean, I was in the middle of the Indian ocean in the Maldives and it took me three, this was, I think 2019. It took me three days of being at like a seven star, you know, the hut over the thing, all the things three days of spiraling before I could get myself to calm down and be present in the moment. And I hear I'm in the Maldives. Yeah. It's wild where our brains go. And I, I don't even know if I told you this, but the whole California trip thing, I was looking for all of the reasons I shouldn't go. I reached out to Dr. Jordan and I was like, I can't travel. Right. Because like, I'm in the middle of a protocol. Like I was literally looking for, re- and I had to catch myself in that and be like, no, just enjoy the fun of this. Come out of the damn cave. And I feel like, because this episode I said like next week. So if you're listening to this now, I'm in California next week. I can't wait for the podcast episode when I come home. Cause who knows what that's going to be about. Oh God. I know. <laughs> I know. And it's often the things that we really need to do that will end up with the most resistance. It just feels uncomfortable. It, it brings up all sorts of stuff, but if you have and make the choice to have some trusted people in your corner that, you know, have your greatest good at heart, who will tell you like, mm-hmm. like I told you, like, I wouldn't be bringing this up if this didn't, this, this has to happen or I yeah. wouldn't have said it. And it's interesting because I feel like it's important for the next level. We've had these conversations. I don't know what it is that's going to unfold from this, but I know that this step had to happen. And that's a cool place to be in, but also a scary place to be in because it's like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. And you're choosing to trust it but I'm sure you have to choose to trust it sometimes every hour and the closer it gets, you're going to probably, you know, it's like every hour I'm choosing to trust that this is, this is all part of the divine plan. And that's also why I had to book my flight, my hotel right away, because then it's, it just is, it just is now. Another choice you made. Yeah. It just is energy is the same as how does it get any better than this energy? It just is. I always say like, this is happening. Yeah. And whenever you hear me say that, this, this is happening, period. Not, I hope this happens. I want this to happen. I'll try. No, when you are at a point of grounded conviction and you know that you don't want to be where you're at anymore, the statement is, this is happening. Like for real. And that's what I said to you. I was like, this is happening. 
And then that that's the, it just is we're done now. It's happening. Let's go. That doesn't mean those voices don't pop up in your head and things don't come up. Of course they do. Like, but those just have to get managed, but staying in that phase, imagine if you didn't book that damn flight right away and you were still in that hemming and hawing purgatory. Should I go? You could have wasted a, that wouldn't have been good for your health, wasted a ton of energy and anguish and mental space and bandwidth on, I don't know. Should I go? Let's do it. Let's do a pros and cons list. Should I go? Should I not go? And like the overanalyzing, overthinking, that's where I see people burning so much of their energy and talent and time. And I, I, I can spot it because I have a tendency to do that myself. Mm -hmm. Now my scariest thought is learning how to Uber because I've never done that before. I mean, you really only need one, well, two, I guess from the airport there and back, you'll be fine. There's, I know. <laughs> there's plenty of people who will be happy to show you this. Oh my God. You know, I just love having conversations with you. I love you as a person. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to have this conversation with me because it's a milestone. I mean, for the love of God, people like you need to share this episode with someone. You need to take a screenshot, share it on social tag, Brenda, Brenda Johnston. You can tag me or not. I don't care. Project me with Tiffany, like do that. Women supporting women, like share this episode, share another person's milestone and celebrate in someone else's success. If you want people to like celebrate you and delight in your success and in your abundance. You got to check yourself and see when was the last time that I've done that for the people who I genuinely get a lot out of, or I appreciate. Yeah. And that's, we always ask people on the shows. And if you're listening to this, you should go do this, but go leave a five-star rating and review. Like that's a great way to support people. And after you've listened to this episode, go listen to, go binge, listen to Tiffany's stuff. Because honestly, your stuff and my stuff go so well together. It's like the perfect combo. It's like if you were to have the perfect sandwich, it would be Brenda and myself. That's why I send my people to her and vice versa. It's It really is. And you really can't have your ultimate set success. I said sex, but that was interesting. <laughs> That's That was very we'll interesting. If you, if, we'll document that for another time. That was fun. But if you have both of these things, you can't have that ultimate success one without the other, right? Strategy without the subconscious mindset work, you can get to a certain point, but the wheels will fall off the bus. And then if you just focus on the spiritual, the subconscious work, the healing work without the strategy, you'll be broke. Yep. Actually, if you want to start with a great episode, I think it's 508. It was the one that I was on yours and it's one of the top listened to guests. Oh, that's the episodes. one about the sign, right? Yeah. Like how to ask for a sign and how to recognize if you are getting a sign from the universe. You should um, link that in the show yeah, notes. Seriously, it's the most downloaded the of the entire year guest episode on my show. And when you sent me that message, I was like, really? 
<laughs> that's why I took a screenshot. Yeah, because you, know you saw the works. other episodes that were in there. Yeah. So you knew your brain couldn't go, eh, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love how we just know. I need the proof and evidence. <laughs> well, girl, I'm excited to come and meet you in real life. Thank you for spending this time with me. And I just love and adore you. So that's love that. You.